Hello and welcome to the Poetry Exchange. I'm Fiona Bennett. And I'm Michael Schaefer. This month we're back in Waterstones in Canterbury as part of the Wise Words Festival. So wherever you are right now listening to this podcast, uh, we just invite you to sit back and get ready to enjoy listening to John Preble and Sarah Solway, who were talking about The Island by A.A. Milne, the poem that's been a friend to Lise. Oh, hello, Lise. Thank you so much for coming to uh, the Poetry Exchange today at Waterstones in Canterbury and, um, and for bringing the poem that's been a friend to you. Um, would you like to read it to us? Um, yeah, OK. Thank you. It's The Island by A.A. A. Milne. If I had a ship, I'd sail my ship. I'd sail my ship through eastern seas down to the beach where the slow waves thunder, the green curls over and the white falls under. Boom, boom, boom on the sun-bright sand. Then I'd leave my ship and I'd land and climb the steep white sand and climb to the trees, the six stark trees, the coconut trees and the cliff's green crown, hands and knees to the coconut trees, face to the cliff as the stones batter down. Up, up, staggering, stumbling, round the corner where the rock is crumbling, round this shoulder, over this boulder, up to the top where the six trees stand. And there would I rest and lie, my chin in my hands and gaze at the dazzle of sand below and the green waves curling slow at the grey-blue distant haze where the sea goes up to the sky. And I'd said to myself as I looked so lazily down at the sea, there's nobody else in the world, and the world was made for me. Do you remember how you first met this man, this friend? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. It was a very deliberate meeting in a way, because um, my husband and I were expecting our work our first baby daughter and we had uh, read somewhere or heard somewhere something about reading a stories to the babies uh-huh. and particularly poems and we thought great we'll find a poem and we had just been through a boat where we were reading Winnie the Pooh to each other as a bedtime story in the evening and then um, we thought, what about reading his poems and seeing if, you know, one of these would be the good poem for our little baby. And we both really loved the island. You know, that was the poem we chose oh, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, to read to the, yeah, to the little baby in a belly. She's now uh, nearly nine years old. Which is nine. But that was, you know, we kind of chose to befriend the poem in a way and, and we read it throughout the pregnancy, you know, not excessively, but quite a few times, really, yeah, at, different, at different points. It was something about uh, expectation and something about adventure and something also about this beautiful piece of, of um, yeah, of being somewhere and being comfortable. And this, how it finishes up about, you know, just having that sense that the world is made for me, that that's a good place of arrival. That really was, yeah, it was, was really wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so I have this wonderful image of of you reading it 
what during over the course of your pregnancy and so on and do you remember right back at, at, at the start when you when you were reading it I mean how you were finding the poem in that experience of reading it to your to your child and their life to come mm. it felt like a bonding experience you know it, yeah it was something um, something where all three of us in a way had a little moment together somehow you know and because it was our first and only child you know as it is but um, it was all very new I remember that as being one of the highlights of the pregnancy in general, that poem. And when you read it, there felt like a sense of fun in the rhythm as well. It was almost one time you were smiling in advance yeah. of what was coming, so that must yeah. have been quite That's fun right, as because well. you, you could play with that rhythm, I suppose. You could, you know, give different nuances yes. to it, how it is. But yeah, yeah, there yes. is this, you know, there is something childlike about that, you know. I can kind of visualise it really going along, you know, <laughs> the, yeah, the pebbles falling down and, you know, pursuing the thing no matter yeah. no matter how hard it is or how it is to, to be able to yeah. get to the coconut trees. So, uh, yeah. One of the things that this project looks at is what kind of friend a poem is. What kind of friend do you think this it seems to encompass quite a lot? Wow. So you're looking at a kind of a description of a friend. What kind yes. of friend would that poem yes. be? Well, uh, it's actually quite difficult to sum it up like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, I suppose it's a friend who's been through something intimate and something very profound in a way in, in my life. So, yeah. yeah. And it's not somebody who is in my life now anymore on a very, you know, daily or weekly or even monthly basis, but um, at least once a year, sometimes more often I take it, you know, I take it up. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll go and visit the poem again, so yeah, and we read it often together again, the three of us, or I read it to my daughter, so yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Hmm. When you when you were thinking about which poem to bring, was it this one that came to mind? Yeah, that's very interesting that you asked it because I was just about to say that <laughs> because as soon as I read that, I thought, oh yeah, that sounds really nice. You know, the whole conversation idea sounds great, and uh, that would be the poem I would choose. I think, yeah, because it's I suppose because it's been the most constant in my life through these years, really, and has to do with something that's significant as a. Uh, as a birth of, uh, of my daughter. But when I said to my husband, oh, you know, there's this, this great event, oh, I'm going to go. And he said, ah, OK, I think you picked the island, you know. And he immediately knew that I would have picked that, which was quite interesting. It, it, it is quite pictural in my, in my mind's eye, you know, about the sea and, uh, yeah, and the sand and the cliff and the climbing and uh, it's amazingly detailed isn't it six trees yeah, you know and six, six dark see, trees yes. absolutely like you can imagine yes. the sun casting the shadows of the trees and the whole yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it is about the adventure because you don't know what's there at the top you know it's not like you climbing climbing because you want to be necessarily at, at that place but it's more of that that getting there and then being really able to appreciate the being there, you know, as well, which is, I think, wonderful, you know, in yeah. the sense when you get that, 
you've done the whole thing and then you're kind of really, really content and at peace. The yeah. end sort of roots it, doesn't it? It's mm. solid, really, which is, which is lovely as well. Yeah, and I suppose which is something that I always was hoping for my child, you know, that that is kind of the sense they would have. Not so much that there is nobody else in the world, which is quite yeah. interesting, you know, because now when I read it, I think, oh, that could also be quite quite frightening mm. you know that sense there is nobody else but me yeah so I, that, that final sentence is fascinating in a it's way quite rousing, it isn't it as well but yes as you say there is that contradiction there isn't mm. there? there's nobody else in the world, in the world yeah. but somehow how that sentence comes together it makes it okay that that's what the sense is of that moment in time you know and yes. feeling perfectly content um, of being by yourself yes. and and maybe yeah. having no obligations, no shoulds or anything. It's yeah. just you can do what yeah. you want, really, within that mm. time. Yeah. You, you talked about that, that idea of the kind of rootedness and the idea that that's something you wanted to give to, to your daughter. Were there other things when you were reading this uh, through your pregnancy that you were hoping you'd be kind of giving to your, mm. to your daughter for her life to come? Uh, I suppose it was one bit of that relationship already. Well, obviously, it's a pretty strong, intimate connection already, but that poem helped to to develop that connection because it can feel very abstract in the beginning of a pregnancy. You know, it, I remember in, in about first, I don't know how many weeks, actually, probably within in about six, seven weeks, it was seemed kind of didn't seem very real, you know, so that sort of made it much more, it sort of connected and grounded it in a different way and built that connection. And um, I suppose I was also paving a way for her becoming a reader herself, <laughs> you know, in, in that way that it wasn't completely accidental. So I've um, always loved books. Um, not only poems, but books of all sorts. So, you know, that was also a conscious, consciously there. And, and you mentioned at the beginning that you and your husband read to each other. Is that something that is also part of your life then, reading aloud? Is that important? Um, yeah, we did that at that point. And then for a few years, when our daughter was quite small, we stopped it like that. But a couple of years ago, we started again so that... Um, um, it tends to be now that my husband, when my husband reads to our daughter, because we take it in turns, because I'm, my native language is Estonian, so I read to her in Estonian, and my husband reads in English. So when he reads in English, then I tend to listen, not to every single book they read, but um, you know some of the books I'll, I'll go in as well, so he would read to both of us the stories. Yeah. So Some poems are... are you just read them for yourself really mm. but it seems to me it's more a communication for you but this one particularly yeah. it's a sharing that's right and the A.A. Milne poems in general I think there is some sort of a playfulness about them that they're made for sharing yes. in some you know way or form yeah. I'm intrigued by I think you did talk about um, what your daughter might think of it now I'd love to just ask a little bit more about how often it's something that mm. that, that she goes to or that you that you read to do together what it's how, how it continues that to have a particular poem yeah. yeah um she 
mainly finds, I think, very sweet the fact that we did do that, mm -hmm. that we were reading to her <laughs> when she was still in a tummy, you know, so she's, uh, she somehow, yeah, finds that incredibly cute or something really, really nice about it. She loves hearing the stories, really, of her life, but particularly this bit, I think, she's yeah, touched by. I'm not quite sure what she makes of the poem, you know? She's never particularly not said, and I haven't yeah. particularly asked, so what do you make of it? You know, what is it to you? So I haven't actually asked, that's interesting. She hasn't even, interestingly, even asked particularly why did we choose huh. particularly that. She's just, that's that's how it's been, that's the poem. Yeah. yeah. My poem, her poem. Yeah. 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 That picture that you have, I'm wondering if the picture of the island and the tree climbing, whether that picture, does that picture resemble things um, <laughs> <laughs> in life? The great that you adventures, have, adventures yeah. of your life or, Both my daughter and my husband particularly love climbing trees, actually, <laughs> as it is. And in general, the sense of climbing, yeah, she really enjoys climbing. Um, I would have never counted it back to that, that poem, but. Uh, uh, yeah, we. I, I wouldn't say we're incredibly outdoorsy, but you know, we do go quite a bit of, on different walks and bits, which we tend to call adventures on some way of sort. So, and we tend to take what my daughter calls a tricky path, <laughs> which means you know, we go off the path and do something, you know, climb something or look at different things. So, uh, um, yeah, so that's where it kind of connects to, I suppose. Yeah. Have you passed it on to other people? No. I haven't. That's ours. Yeah. yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I don't think any of our, our friends um, or the family would even know about that. So, yeah. Well, that's magic. Yeah. yeah. It's, it hasn't been particularly, particularly a conscious decision not to, but it hasn't felt like there is a need to somehow. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Something between the three of you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a lovely, it's a, a friend, a family friend. <laughs> a family it's, friend. It's very yeah. special for us to, mm. to hear. Yeah. I, and I was looking back at it and thinking how nice, because it's, it's I throughout, but this is a poem that has been shared between three <laughs> as well, between mm. the three of you. Yeah, I suppose so, that's right. Any one of us could be the I in some circumstance or situation, that's true, although originally that's what, you know, we had our daughter in mind, well, we didn't know she was a daughter at that point, so <laughs> it's funny talking about it now, you know, in that way, because obviously then we uh, had no idea what she's going to become or be, so yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, which is also quite magical, isn't it? Mm. So the poem fits that as well. What, what, what's going to happen, really? It's a wish, almost, isn't it? It is. It's like a wish, that's right. Mm. Yeah, or aspiration or something, yeah. 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 And uh, hoping for something. Yes. Mm. I love that it came from reading many of the poems as mm. well. Did you dismiss other poems? Um, it just somehow came, huh. you know? Mm. It, it, it wasn't... So, obviously, we looked through some of the other bits as well, but uh, that was the one that seemed yeah. to, yeah, somehow mm. hold this... Yeah, hold this sense of wish, I think. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Sense of wish, it's really beautiful. Mm. Do you have wishes still for 
your daughter um, <laughs> that, that this poem might in some way I don't know help you help that magic <laughs> happen I think very much what the poem actually is talking about of that sense of being adventurous and uh, observant and yet very content and content of being actually on your own and very much sustained by your own imagination and your own world that has really come entirely true for her so in that way yeah that's that's really has happened you know which is quite interesting of a of a power of a wish or a powerful prayer if you would be a if you would be uh, that way inclined so yeah you were talking about wishes and which I just think is, is, is magic I love that is that it wasn't for actual things you mm. wanted to do this or to do that but no. there was just some feelings that, that you would like her to have Mm. You know, I suppose what um, all parents want for their children, but this feeling of really being truly, truly content and um, and secure and settled somehow within yourself, so that really you can have that sense that it is, a, you know, the world is made for me, you know. The Island If I had a ship, I'd sail my ship. I'd sail my ship through eastern seas, down to the beach where the slow waves thunder, the green curls over and the white falls under, boom, boom, boom on the sun-bright sand. Then I'd leave my ship and I'd land and climb the steep white sand. And climb to the trees, the six dark trees, the coconut trees on the cliff's green crown. Hands and knees to the coconut trees, face to the cliff as the stones patter down. Up, 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 staggering, stumbling, round the corner where the rock is crumbling. Round this shoulder, over this boulder, up to the top where the six trees stand. And there would I rest and lie, my chin in my hands, and gaze at the dazzle of sand below, and the green waves curling slow, and the grey-blue distant haze where the sea goes up to the sky. And I'd say to myself, as I looked so lazily down at the sea, there's nobody else in the world, and the world was made for me. Thank you. Really? It was really, really lovely to it's be able to speak about it to tonight. Yes, and to go and I'm going to go and read to people. I think that's lovely. <laughs> I feel strange image of wanting to kind of go into the street and find find women who are expecting and just give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just say something here. It's, it's, it's had a very good effect on a, on a nine-year-old that, that, that we've heard about it. <laughs> yeah, pick that's your poem, one. pick your yeah. poem and go for it. That should be the message. Pick your poem and go for it. Yeah.
That was John Preble with the gift recording of The Island by A.A. Milne. Our thanks to Lise for the conversation, for sharing this poem with us, and for allowing us to share the conversation with you. For those of you already subscribing, thank you for your support. The next episode will be with you in a month. And if you haven't subscribed yet, then now's the time to find the subscribe button and click it. If you're enjoying the podcast, do tell your friends. And if you feel so moved to do so, drop us a review on iTunes. But for now, thank you for listening. Thank you.